Good evening and welcome to another episode of Divorced and Delivered After Dark. I am your host, Patrix, and I am just so excited to start back up again doing this podcast. It's been a minute because I have been doing a lot of other things and I can't tell you everything now, but I will get it to you as soon as possible. But anyway, let me start out with prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything that you're doing. I use this podcast to help someone, to touch someone, wherever they may need, wherever they are. We just thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing. We ask that you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, welcome back. I'm so excited to do another episode of Divorce and Deliver. Well, guess what? Your girl just celebrated another milestone. Birthday. Yay. So, I'm so excited. (coughs) I do apologize. I just got over this cruddy old thing called, I don't even want to say the name, but I am doing better now. I'm feeling well, and things are going pretty good. So, the topic of this podcast on this evening is called gaslighting gaslighting have you ever experienced gaslighting oh my goodness gaslighting i didn't understand really what it meant until it was done to me and really actually it's been done over and over and sometimes you just don't realize it so you have to know the definition of what gaslighting is if you don't know i'm gonna educate you this evening gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. Yes, if you are being gaslit, you are a victim. Yes, the B word, victim. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and in intuition oh my goodness wow isn't that something now how can you tell if someone is gaslighting you there are signs out there and we have to recognize signs you know God give us signs of all kinds of things and sometimes we um, misinterpret it or we overlook it and it's right in front of your face and we just don't see it so here are some of the signs of gaslighting Number one, insist you said or did things you know you didn't do. Have you ever had someone just say, yes, you did, yes, you did, and you know you didn't do it? It is so annoying. And then you're trying to argue your point and, you know, get validation. That is not good. That is a form of gaslighting. So look out for those signs. Number two, deny or scuff off at your recollection of event so if you're recollecting an event and they're like nah you didn't see that nah it didn't happen that way and you know for a fact that you've seen it you witnessed it you felt it but they are denying what your recollection is no no do not accept it that is a sign of gaslighting being call you too sensitive or crazy when you express your needs or concerns that is so irritating to be called sensitive. When you're not sensitive, you're just being honest of your feelings 
and letting people know how you feel. I used to have someone years ago say, you're so sensitive, you're so sensitive. I didn't know that was gaslighting, but it is a sign of gaslighting. And it makes you feel, you know, like you're um, insecure, like self-doubting. Those are not what God wants for you. He created you to be loved and to be assured of yourself and to be, um, you know, secure in who he created you to be. So we have to be careful of those titles people put on you, right? So if someone's calling you sensitive or crazy, that's gaslighting people. Another one, number four, express doubts to others about your feelings, behaviors, and state of mind. There that is again. So they're telling you that you're not feeling the way you're feeling when you aren't necessarily feeling that way. Wow. Number five, twisting or retelling events to shift blame to you. So now they're what I call deflecting and they're making it seem like it is you that is um, causing the problem or that you're the one that just seeing things different and and and, and it's actually not so um, they're refusing their responsibility right yes other signs that you are experiencing gaslighting include and an urge to apologize all the time do you feel like you have to apologize about things you feel or say or do then you're being gaslit Believing you can't do anything right. People make you feel like you're not doing the right thing. And so that is being gaslit. Uh, feeling nervous or anxiety or worried when you're around a person. That's not of God. You should be assured of yourself. You should be secure within who you are and how you feel and just be honest. Um, a loss of confidence. There we go again. If someone makes you feel like you're not confident in what you're saying or doing, and make you feel insecure. That's not of God. He's created you to be secure, loved, happy, joy. Um, if you're always feeling like that you're sensitive, you know, and, and you're emotional, sometimes things like that happens and you just got to get it out. So if you seem like you're just confused and Keep forgetting things and getting a little worried. You know, you have to really question, are you being gaslit? Right? Another way that you can be gaslit is you're making choices to please others instead of yourself. That is like a people pleaser. Um, You're not doing what God is telling you to do. You're not listening to what God is saying because you're doing it to make someone else happy and not to make God happy. And that you're being gaslit, right? So, you know, making excuses for the person, gaslighting you to family and friends. So if someone is gaslighting you, then you are essentially just saying, oh, he's just feeling this way because of that, or she's doing that because of that. You are being gaslit, right? Another way that you know that you're gaslit is if you're lying or isolating yourself from loved ones to avoid conflict. 
because the other person don't want you to be around your family. They, they make you feel uncomfortable. They make you feel like you're doing something wrong or like you're, um, like you're leaving them, like you're not paying them any, you know, attention. If you're spending little or no time on activities or hobbies that you used to enjoy that you like, then you're around someone that is gaslighting you. And that is one of the pet peeves and things that you have to be aware of. There are so many signs out there. We just have to be aware and look out for the signs, right? I'm going to give you an example of gaslighting if you still haven't got it. Because it took me a minute to get it. I kept saying, what's gaslit? What's gaslit? But now, here's an example. If someone says to you, you know, I only do it because I love you. Or, believe me, this is for the best. When doing something you perceive as abusive, controlling or wrong, they are most likely gaslighting you. Yes, they are making you feel bad for what you like or what you want to do. They're posting the blame over on you and making you feel bad about what you're doing, right? Gaslighting can be very damaging and unhealthy in all forms of relationships. So we have to set up those boundaries, right? It's, it's a form of you know emotional abuse where someone is manipulated into doubting his or her perception, experiences, or understanding of events. And that is according to the American Psychological Association. So make sure you check it out, okay? Um, it's a thing of manipulation, right? Gaslighting strive to make someone lose trust and confidence in themselves or feel confused about the reality that they're in, right? It's trying to distract you or deflect guilt or accountability and responsibility. Sometimes it even it's even harsher, like someone is trying to belittle you or damage or chip away at your self-esteem. Here are eight common phrases that gaslighters often use when confronted and more information will okay empower yourself. So you have to be aware. Number one, you're crazy. You're crazy. It is such a common phrase that gaslighters use to avoid taking responsibility or being accountable for their actions. It leads the victim to self-doubt and question the reality of the situation. Another phrase is, so and so thinks you're crazy too. So now they're saying other people are thinking that you're crazy. So it makes you feel alone and powerless. You know, you're feeling like other people are feeling the same way that this gaslighter is feeling. Another phrase is, it didn't happen that way when you saw it for yourself. The victim, telling the victim that something never happened or it's occurred differently than how they remembered it is a convert form of gaslighting, right? It causes someone to doubt their perception and feel confused. It can be very traumatic. Yes, it's negative, it's, it's, it's traumatic, and it gives you low self-esteem and self-doubt. Or another phrase, that never happened. <laughs> whatever it did happen another one is that's not what I meant 
So now they're trying to rearrange you, discrediting your opinion, your experience, your intelligence. It's just a tactic to make you feel less of yourself. Another phrase is, if you cared about me, you would. Guilt, guilt, guilt. They're putting guilt on you at this point. Another phrase is, you always blow things out of proportion. They're trying to make you feel like um, they're accusing you of overacting, you know, and making you feel like their judgment of the situation is skewed. So you, you really have to be careful of these phrases. Another phrase is, this is why you don't have friends. Oh, my God. How else can you feel low of yourself if you feel like you don't have friends? Your self-worth is low. You feel attacked. You're alienated from others. You just don't feel good about yourself. Well, that is not cool at all. Another phrase is, don't get so worked up over this. Again, they're placing blame on you, shifting the accountability and discrediting your intelligence, your emotions, and your credibility. And telling you how you should feel and make make you feel worried like, like you're doing something wrong. Another one is you can't take a joke. Not when it's me, no. You can't take a joke, right? Because it could be hurtful things that they're saying to you and they want to normalize what the situation is and you're hearing these phrases and it makes you second guess you know what your reaction is but no that's gaslight that is gaslight of the rarest form and another one is you have no clue once again it is making you feel like you are incapable like you are the one that's in the wrong and all of the situation is deflected on you Another one that you're gaslight is you make me do it. Oh, there it goes. The blame is switched. Switch back to you. It's deflected. And, you know, it's just putting you in a really bad, really bad position to become self-doubt. And that's not of God, right? What does God say about you? What does God say in the Bible? about you what is it that God says about you God says positive things about you right he calls us a new creation he calls us beautifully and wonderfully made right God says you are the apple of his eye right and that's what we have to Really remember and you have to believe right because if anyone against you if God is for you then it does not matter God says you are joyful and joy filled within you right God says for God has not given you the spirit of fear but the power and the love of a sound mind in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Right? God says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms 139, 19. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. 
I know full well. Psalm 139. Right? God says, Jesus died because you are worth it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but love and have life eternal. John 3.16 That is what God is saying about you. So when you're being gaslighted, sometimes we forget what God is saying to you. But we have to remember that God created us in his image. And he does not make mistakes. He does not put you down. He wants you to be happy. But the enemy will use anyone to turn your mind to negative thoughts of who you are. But that's when you pick up the scripture and you remember who God said you are and who God made you to be. And it takes time. But once we start recognizing that we're being gaslit, then that's when we can address it and turn it around. Amen. We just have to be sure that God is who God is. Well, this has been a great episode of Divorced and Delivered. I just had to do this one. Next time, I will be live. I love this episode. It's learning. It's true. It's real. Just remember that you are loved by God. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. And that he is always with you. So if you're going through something today, I hope that this encourages you. I hope that this gives you insight. I hope this helps you recognize what it is that people are doing to make you feel insecure. Because God wants you to be secure in him. Amen. Well, let me close out in prayer. Father God, we thank you this evening for this podcast. Thank you for those that are listening. God, we pray that it goes far and beyond wherever you have it to go, God. And if it's one that it may touch and heal and deliver and set free, we thank you, Father God, for that. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing right now. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. All right. It's another episode. I'm wrapping it up. Thank you so much. It won't be long for another episode to come out. Make sure you share and let people know we're on iHeart, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a blessed evening, everyone, and happy Sunday.